is Primetime Sports, WGNS, Murfreesboro, FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming worldwide on WGNSSports.com, on our iPhone and Android apps, and always at, at the, game. The, 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 the game. It's Primetime Sports, presented by Ideas Tees. Get an in-depth look at what's going on in local sports and a look ahead at the week to come. Let's get it started by joining the Primetime Sports team for the show here on News Radio WGNS. And good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Primetime Sports. I'm John Dingus, along with Clark Blair and Brian Barrett, and uh, Rod is on vacation. Um, I can actually say that. He's on vacation. Yes. He's somewhere in the Carolinas or something, in here. So, no, Georgia. Uh, yeah. Georgia, some... yeah. Enjoying, enjoying a retreat. Mountainous views. He may be back. He, he was, I think today was a travel He's driving day. today. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, we're going to move on. We do have his picks. Yeah. So that's really all that matters. Don't go trick-or-treating at his house tonight. No, we're talking <laughs> baseball and football today. But first, a word from our friends at Ideas Tees. You know, they are the place here in Rutherford County for school spirit wear, screen printing, embroidery, specialty items. And they have a officially licensed MTSU Blue Raider merchandise over at Raider Tees as well. We're talking about tees, polos, hats, just anything. I, I was in there just this week, and there's an MTSU spatula, and they've got wall art and wallets and all kinds of things. So for that Blue Raider fan, that Christmas list, yeah, you can take care of it at 910 Ridgely Road at Raider Tees. Just turn off broad between uh, Chewy's and Chili's, and you'll find them over there. And they have been really busy in the month of October uh, because they have officially licensed and they're the official TSSAA merchandise source is what I wanted to say. So they've been to Sevierville with uh, golf, Chattanooga for girls soccer, and uh, volleyball, of course, here in Murfreesboro. So they've been busy and gearing up for football here in about uh, a month or so. So Something all the time. Yeah, and then, they're yeah. busy. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back, we're going to talk and finish up baseball, and uh, we'll also have some football talk as well here on Primetime Sports, presented by Ideas Tees. Rely on the experienced professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air. If your old unit needs a tune-up, the professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air service all major brands and even offer same-day service in most cases. Keep your home or business comfortable year-round. Call us today at 615-890-1311. Prentice Alsop Heating and Air, your Ring Pro Partner Heating and Cooling Contractor on West College Street, just under the Thompson Lane overpass. Online at PrenticeAlsop.com. We're talking now with Heather here at Carpets by Osborne. Tell us what it's like to work at a family business. It's a lot of fun. However, it's a lot of work. Everybody has to pull their weight equally. What do you think are some of the advantages of people doing business with a family business versus a, a corporate business? We are here to answer all questions. We're responsible for scheduling jobs. Uh, we're not here to sell you material and pass you off to a list of installers. Carpets by Osborne on Northwest Broad, next to Tire World. Look at this new crazy calzone from those brainiacs at Little Caesars. It's a pepperoni pizza surrounded by a calzone crust. Little Caesars got us again. Is it more pizza or more calzone? I don't know. What do you think, pizza bot? Pizza, calzone, both. Get confused. Pizza, pizza, cal, cal, calzone, both, 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 both. Oh, we're not Big Pizza, we're Little Caesars, the new crazy calzone for $8.49. Little Caesars in Murfreesboro on South Church, Memorial, South Rutherford, and Franklin Road. Pizza, pizza. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, 
Call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. Local business owners, you know how important it is to be here for your customers? I'm State Farm Agent Emerson Williams, and I run a small business in Rutherford County, too. And I'm here to help you protect your small business. Call me at 615-459-2683. Life insurance is a discussion that makes most people want to change the subject rather than admit they don't have enough. I'm State Farm Agent David Wilson. I can help you focus on how benefits of life insurance actually live on by helping pay off the house or sending the kids to college. Give me a call today at 893-9898. Dr. Automotive is the cure for your car. Brothers, Danny and Randy Brewer, have been providing Rutherford County with ASE certified auto repair for nearly 20 years. You'll receive courteous and friendly customer service every time. Why? Because we grew up here and you are our neighbors. Foreign and domestic auto repair and maintenance on Hazelwood Drive in Smyrna, just off I-24. SmyrnaAutorepair.com, 615-220-0971. Just ask for Danny. Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com and on our iPhone and Android apps. Time to talk a little baseball here on Primetime Sports. And uh, as I mentioned on the morning show, and I've been giddy all the last few days as the Atlanta Braves win the World Series and are the world champions for 2021. Yes, the Braves have done it, and they really did it fairly decisively, Clark. I mean, really, it wasn't uh, – even the games they lost were kind of blowouts, but every other game, the Braves' pitching was just dominant. Pitching was dominant, timely hitting, good defense. I mean, it was just exactly what you wanted. But is that why Rod's on vacation? I think so. I really think that's why he took today to drive. He, he didn't, didn't want to face He it. didn't want to see this or hear this. No. <laughs> but he'll be back next week, and we'll have the same chop going oh, yeah. for him when he gets here. In fact, I think when he walks in, let's just go ahead and start playing the music, as he go, as he even like in the hallway. Well, now that the Braves have won two World Series um, in Atlanta, do you think maybe it's time to break out one of those shirts like Rod has with all those World Series logos look, and stuff. I'm going to look my Braves. darndest to find one where I can wear it. Yeah. But it, I don't know if I can find one that, that ugly, but I'll do my best. That's the only thing I wish. I wish they'd have won it in Game 5 in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. That would have been so fun for the fans. Yeah. You know, there were still like sixty or 70,000 people in the battery to watch, you know, on the big screen from Houston. It was It's remarkable what they've been able to do they had a hundred and some odd thousand in the stadium and outside for that game five. Well, I'm surprised they didn't open the stadium up for game six, to be honest, because I think they would have sold out the stadium. They did just to have watch it. they did have some people in there, did they? Uh, uh, but not very many. Most of them were well. There's more things to attract them uh, outside <laughs> in the battery, which is a, a clever, a really ingenious uh, marketing tool. Is the battery because you know, I guess you've been there and and and. A lot of things to do, a lot of things that places to eat, a lot of places to drink, that kind of thing, and uh, it's almost like a little mini city uh, right next to the stadium. Well, do you give Nashville any credit for that? Because I mean, really, when the Predators were making their run and they kept showing Second Avenue, mm -hmm. I mean, the media and everybody picked up on how great that was. And you know, I've been to Atlanta, and that's just, 
it's another great spot around a, a sports stadium. And in Marietta, it's it's almost there wasn't there was plenty of space there for them to build that and the stadium. It's just been ingenious, and I mean it, it was unreal. It looked like when uh, they had the NFL draft in Nashville, you know, and and that many people were there to watch the draft and and right there, right in downtown Nashville. And, yeah, I, I agree. I think they probably picked up a little bit of that from, from Nashville. But you see it all the time now in, in yeah. sports, whether it's the NBA, people sitting outside. I mean, that's really started – maybe it started before the Predators. But I just remember ever since the Predators have done it, every city has picked up on that. Uh, the the Reds – well, they have those red seats. It's a lot of red. It's just a lot of red. <laughs> I mean, it's really a lot of red. Great American ballpark. Do they have that similar kind of thing going well, it's, it's kind of a downtown yeah, area, too. Yeah. But, I mean, the Atlanta one's just, like I said, it's really perfect around the, the hotels and the shopping and everything. It's it's a fun place just outside. You can sit at the Omni if you get the right floor, and you can get out on the deck of the of the Omni and watch the game in Atlanta um, or, you know, that kind of thing. Well, okay, you got four pickups in the, in the trade deadline, and Anthopolis went and got them. They're all free agents. I think two have mutual options. That's Duvall and Peterson. And the other two are non-restricted free agents. They picked up Eddie Rosario for Pablo Sandoval, which was just they gave him to him, really, and picked up his his salary. Solaire, about the same thing. I think a relief pitcher for him. Duvall, they sent a minor leaguer, low minors. And uh, they didn't give up any of their main prospects for any of those guys. Now, my feeling is they're going to lose those guys, basically. If they keep one out of the four, I'd, be, I'd even be surprised at that. I think if anybody stays, it'll be Duvall. Um, but who knows? I, I don't know at this point. But, man, they were so intricate in them winning and should have won that game five with a 4 nothing lead. They just couldn't hold them. But – but um, when Duvall hit that home run, I got a text from somebody that's close and dear to my heart <laughs> saying, thanks, the Reds sent you that, you know, that kind oh, of thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I see. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I think it said Adam Duvall, former Red, you're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. And Did he not – he was in Atlanta at one time, too, before or not? Yeah, he was. Okay. So he this was. is his second go-around yeah, with the Braves. Yeah, in the 2020 and not 2019 and 2020. Yeah. He finally – he kind of found his swing back with Atlanta. He went to the minors with the Braves. He was traded from the Reds and just was awful. And then he went to the minors, came back, worked hard, got back, and he's been, you know, 30 homers ever since, you know, for the year. But Well, the Braves gave him a chance. He may want to stick around. I don't know. Well, that's true. I, I, I would think that that would have something to do with it. But they also released him. Well, that's true. <laughs> you know, yeah. and had to pick him up again. So who knows? But I think the big thing right now is what's going to happen to Freddie Freeman and what they decide on him. And I'm really shocked that they haven't signed him yet, which scares me. But uh, Freddie's what, 36? 32. 32. I'm thinking five years and an option for year number six at a very high price is what I'm thinking, um, which is doable. That would make him 37, and then they'd have the option to keep him or not. If I'm Freddie, I take that deal. But, um, you know, he's from California. And a lot of people think that some of those California teams will try to, like the Angels or somebody will try to pick him up. So we'll see. Well, it becomes a money thing, and that's what 
is a little bit aggravating about the big markets versus and Atlanta's not a small market like Cincinnati is, but you know, do they want to run for that final final contract? But he's been Atlanta all his life. Everybody loves him. You know, he's and a, he wants to stay. I mean, he, he's a first baseman. He's not an outfielder. He's not, you know, physically he can play four or five more years right, easily. Right. You know, he could do this contract and if he really wanted to keep playing, he could look at DH and even on down the road because his his bat's solid, his glove is solid. First baseman, they're crazy not to re-sign him because, like you said, I'm gonna guess two of the four they re-sign. Yeah, it, but it won't be. It'll be Duvall and Freeman. Freeman, no, I'm talking about Peterson. Oh, Duvall, the four. I think it'll be Duvall and Peterson. I think they'll make Peterson the fourth outfielder, and they'll get Duvall. Well, that would give them a left-right combination there. Uh, Solaire's going to be way out of their range. Kind of like and, a hit he had and the, uh, out of the park. Yeah. Which was amazing. They only went 466. Yeah, that's, if you can believe that. Yeah. But I think it went to uh, Dothan, Alabama, I think, when he hit that. That thing was rocketed. He's going to probably benefit the most. Rosario will probably benefit very well, too. But Solaire – was only hitting like 182 when they picked him up. So talk about being at the right place at the right time. That that's that's a huge situation for him. I mean that I'm happy for him. He helped us, and you know that's the way it goes. Well, and the thing with Rosario is he showed so much discipline at the plate over these playoffs. Yeah. And the question is, which is what he's going to his agent's going to tell everybody he can do that over a season. Yeah. Because I mean he was. Everything he hit, outs were hard. Yeah, yeah. And even though he didn't win the World Series MVP or anything, he was on base a lot. He walked. He had hits. and But like you said, everything he hit was a line drive. He missed a homer in the last game by just inches. It went foul. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. But well, did you like the MVP pick? I did. I did. But I will say this. Tyler Matzik probably should have been the MVP because he pitched lights out in that World Series. But that's what the Braves were about this year was everybody contributing. It, and when they said you got to have an MVP, I think it was like, well, we could pick this one or this one or this one because nobody like really stood out. So you had to go to, well, he hit three home runs in six games. And that's how he got it. It's not because of his average. It was just the, the, the home runs when and, they the, came. and the timing. Yeah, You know, the biggest person that – it was a, it was a one nothing game, and it was a bullpen game. And Cal Wright, the Vanderbilt boy, who'd been in the minors all year long, came in and gave them four and a half innings of you know I think he gave up a home run, and it was two nothing when he left. That may have been the most important pitching uh, of anybody had done during the entire thing because he they don't get that four or five innings from him they're in they're in deep trouble and i think he sewed up his spot on the i do too i for, agree for next year in the majors of course you've got acuna coming back so that's one outfield spot but he's not going to be there probably till may so you're right they may keep duvall and peterson so it'll be interesting to see the the reds by the way uh traded made a trade yesterday trailer catcher yeah because they think they've got a younger Cheaper catcher, mm-hmm. and then Nick and I can't say Castellas. Castellanos, Castellanos. How do you say his yeah. name? You know he's he opted out, so he's going to be looking for more money. That's that's the hard part. You know you have a best season since they's had in in forever. We're in the playoff talks at least you know up until the end of September, and then we're just going to you know we'll sell off this piece or this piece won't come back, and then we'll go cheap and 
we're right back where we are, and that's frustrating as a fan. Yeah, it is frustrating, and they've been so close for the last two or three years. You know, one or two players can get them there, and then the, but they lose those players, and they may get somebody to replace them, but not not to the ability that what they already what they had. Right, right. Something that I'm kind of worried about in this off season is do they come to an agreement before December first? And boy, the two sides are so far apart. Well, uh, a strike looming, I would be fearful of. And Brian, you mentioned it. It's like if they they want to vote on that designated hitter, and you know if you've got Solaire, you know you might want to change your thoughts and go, okay, I'm going to let him be a DH. But if you don't know that you're going to have a DH, you, you don't know, want to give up that. You don't want to put the money out there for that spot, right? And then the Braves have another problem: is Marcel Asuna, who they've put a, a fortune on. And you don't know whether he's going to play or not. So I don't see the Braves going after too many people. I just, you know, they've done it. Now they can relax a little and, and maybe take a year to, you know, I don't I don't see the Braves repeating, to be honest. Well, the league is threatening to, um, to freeze any signings if yeah. there is, you know, not an agreement. So yeah. if you don't sign before December 1st, you may not sign until there is an agreement, which right. could be a long time. So I don't know if that's going to – if there's going to be a hurry up or if people are going to wait to decide okay will there be a dh you know in the in the national league and will that be one of those things on the table but there's so many things to try to get in i just i i'm I'm kind of worried about baseball for next season and anthopolis is one of those that strikes pretty early on his free agents he goes pretty quick you know by thanksgiving he's usually got two guys or one or two guys that he knows he's going to get so we'll see he's got covid right now so he wasn't at the World Series because he was at home with COVID. So he's, who knows what that's going to happen. But I was really glad to see Brian Snitker get get it because 45 years in the organization, you know, people almost laughed at it at the pick when they said they decided. And it wasn't Anthopolis who picked him. It was um, John Hart who picked him to be the manager in that interim capacity. Then they did so well with him. Oh, well, we'll give him one year, you know, till the – Till the rebuild is over and then he did so well with the rebuild you know he's been with them five years he's won four titles in a world series six years excuse me he's been he's won four titles and one world series out of those six years and that, there are people still all over him oh yeah <laughs> you know? oh yeah yeah so but and uh but freddie loves him the players love him i don't think they'll make a change anytime soon there so unless he wants to decide you know he's 65 or 63 64 somewhere in there well how was dusty 72. Yeah. And I think he got a new contract today, or they're about to sign him for another year at least. So we'll see how it goes. Another year. They'll forget about all about the World Series. And we already see we're already talking about next year. Oh, well, they already put out the power rankings for next year. Not the, <laughs> yeah. Bra- the Braves are like seven, seven or eight. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Here, here it goes. Uh, can't get any respect. All right. That's going to do it for baseball talk. When we come back, we'll be talking about games from last week as we continue here with Primetime Sports. Since 1966, Vans Heating and Air has been a symbol of quality for Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Alton and Jason Fan are there to ensure quality to every customer, even showing up on site. Vans Heating and Air is located on Jayhawk Court near the county school board offices. They ask that you stop by or call 615-893-7930. That's 615-893-7930. For friendly, complete service on Amana, Bryant, or American Standard Heating and Air products, 
Fans will do it all. Sell you your choice of products and then install it with their factory-trained, experienced professional staff. In the unlikely event you need service, Fans will be there with trained technicians. Fans specializes in new homes, custom homes, or existing buildings. Give Fans Heating and Air a call today. 615-893-7930. 615-893-793. Good luck to all of our schools and student athletes from Fans Heating and Air. We're at Rick's Barbecue talking with Anne-Marie Brintz, who says they're ready to feed your entire crew with the family pack. It's a pound of pork or any of our pulled meats, and then you get two 16-ounce sides, and then you get a bag of chips, which are plain or barbecue, and then the buns come with it. And then you get one of our drink choices, which is either a two-liter of one of our sodas or a half-gallon of one of our teas. And don't forget the famous Rick's Loaded Baked Potato. That's the biggest potato you can get. They're uh, right at two pounds. Let Rick's Barbecue do the cooking. 212 Warrior Drive. Hello, this is Coy Young at Las Casas Feed Supply. We'd like to welcome you to our door. I'm Ian Young. I'm at Las Casas Feed Supply. I'm selling beef and pork. 100% Angus. Raised here in Las Casas. Come get you some. Everyone's favorite cuts available, even options to purchase a quarter of a steer. We got the beef. Hello, everybody. Las Casas Feed Supply. Family owned and operated, Las Casas Feed Supply on Barlow Lane, just off Highway 96 East. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. The large majority of our kids are involved in athletics or extracurricular activities, one or the other. And most are doing multiple activities. MTCS President Matt Tiller. And that's a great preparation for life. How many of us in our life are just doing one thing? So a well-rounded student is a huge deal. Invest in your child's future in a Christ-centered environment with many athletic and extracurricular choices. Without a doubt, our students have the opportunity to be involved in multiple activities. To find out more, visit mtcscougars.org. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating local athletes here in Rutherford County. Experts in joint, bones, and muscles. And with over 65 specialists, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit toa.com or call 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA. Live your best life. Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com and on our iPhone and Android apps. We've got Pigskin Picks coming up here in just a little bit, but first we're going to talk about last week, what happened here on Primetime Sports. Uh, we'll go around the high school and the college ranks, and uh, yeah, Tennessee did not lose this week they did not they they did well another tennessee yeah they got a big game this week though they did yeah uh we'll start with the blackman at siegel a game you heard on uh, news radio wgns and blackman was the winner in that game and um brian uh taking a look at blackman you see some signs of kind of putting putting it together offensively they have pretty much put it together the but in a rain-soaked situation the blaze made some stops um, but Siegel shot themselves in the foot a few times, and that's that's still that was a very close game, and and Siegel could have easily won that game. So are they there yet? Blackman, yes. there yet? Um, I think they will have a better year next year, just with what teams are are losing and whatnot. I I would suspect that they're going to be a favorite to be a playoff team. I don't know if they're 
going to be there in terms of being an elite team in the league just yet because they're still going to be so very young. Um, but a, defensively, they got a way to go. I they mean, do, yeah. And 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 another year in the weight room is going to help them a lot. Uh, new coach, first year, all those kinds of things. This is this is really when Chandler Tigert's going to have his opportunity to try to put the hay in the barn, if you will. You know, and this off is going to be very important for them. Spring practice, all that stuff will be really big for the Blaze. But um, I, I I look forward to probably a better record next year and and talking about playoffs i i I think they've got a good shot at being a playoff team next time around clark siegel's made tremendous uh improvement over the last two or three years and uh i know they're pretty happy with what even though they lost that last game four and five pretty good year for them and uh you see bright spots there as well absolutely same as brian you know you want to Keep that momentum going, get him in the weight room, have a good spring practice, you know, try to build your program where he gets more and more players. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's exciting. I know Siegel is very, very happy to see multiple wins this year. And they, they earned them. Yeah, and they played Blackman very tough and uh, as well. So uh, they uh, look for them to be much, much improved next year. And uh, they've got a quarterback, too, that they, they've nurtured now. And uh, he's young, got a couple years more with him. Uh, Oakland at Rockville was a game that we pretty much expected it to be the score that it was. Uh, Oakland's just on a roll right now, and um, they're 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 starting to um, uh, feel it, I believe. Well, I mean, Creasy's got them lined up where he wants them for playoffs. I mean, you know, he opens up this this Friday night with Warren County, and so I think the the machine is fine tuned, old, and ready to run. Didn't have a lot of trouble with Rockville, and Rockville got in a hole early, Brian, and that uh, you just can't do that against Oakland. No, you can't, and and you know they did score a couple of times uh, after that, but that's what Oakland tries to to do to you. They 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 try to put that doubt very early on, and I I think they did uh, with Rockville. I think they were up twenty one nothing at the end of the first quarter, something like that, maybe twenty eight nothing. Uh, and did that on the road at Rockvale. So uh, the Rockets need to come out strong against their opponent this week. They've, they've got a pretty tough draw for the playoffs here, and um, we'll see how that translates. Coming off of two losses in a row, they need to kind of turn things around after going 7-1. and one, They end the season 7-3 and three and, and looking in the playoffs here. So I uh, want to end this two-game losing streak. Can't worry about your rock the Oakland game. You can't really no. worry about that. You got to worry. Take care of business coming up next week, Clark. And that's uh, that's a pretty good uh, team they're going to be facing and and on the road. On the road is the tough part. Shevel, of course, gave it, Riverdale fits early in the season, so uh, they're glad to be in the playoffs for the first time. But they're going to be ready to, to play Shevelville. Uh, you've seen Shevelville. What what are their strengths? You think? Well, their strengths is in their offensive and defensive lines. They're one of the biggest teams I've seen this year in the area live. So when they they lean on you and they run the ball hard, and if, if you can't slow them down, they're just going to bulldoze you down the field. Riverdale had Stewart's Creek, um, a game which um, it it was a I I don't know how to explain it, and uh, but uh, it was a it was a pretty tough little ball game. Well, I think the weather played a big part in all the games last Friday night. And, you know, a 21 to nothing victory sounds like a, a big victory, but it was a struggle for Riverdale. I mean, it was, it was a close ball game. Halftime, you know, it was anybody's game. And uh, I think that's Riverdale's biggest question mark. Can they get 
rolling offensively, and they've been waiting for that for weeks now. Stewart's Creek, I think, had less than 100 yards against Riverdale, so the the strength of the of the team is there, is defense. But Oakland uh, Riverdale's got to pick it up somehow a little bit offensively, especially in this current run, because uh, if they can get through, they're going to be facing. The, it gets tougher each week. It's going to get tougher each week. And, you know, playoffs, you know, it's anybody's game. We've seen plenty of local teams lose early. And if you can't put points on the board, it becomes a problem. Uh, Overton and Smyrna had a battle. And uh, Smyrna put up a lot of points, Brian. And uh, I know uh, Matt Williams was pleased with that and uh, did it without some of his stars as well. He he did. And that that was kind of a scary game because you – you look at the possibility of not winning that game. You fall to third and have to travel. And, you know, Smyrna's just a different team at home. So I think being at home last week in that Overton game really helped them. Um, I, I know that they didn't look over uh, overlook Overton, but a, a lot of people did. And their they're quality team, their quarterback's really good. So uh, that that was a big win, and they've got uh, Gallatin coming in play them this week. So. That's like a throwback, isn't it? Yeah. Gallatin and Smyrna. That that seems like the seventies. The G and the S. Yeah, that sounds like that sounds like a, a throwback from the seventies. Well, they were. A lot of folks may not remember this, but they were in the same district together for many years. Yeah, you know, yeah. with Gallatin, um, McGavick uh, and Laverne. Um, you know, Laverne didn't go down easy. You know, they they fight. Well, they led 13-12, I think, uh, something like that. Uh, really late fourth quarter, I think, kind of the wheels fell off. But um, it, Laverne led for the majority of that game in terms of clock time. Just couldn't get that final punch. And I, I think that's something that Mike Woodward can can build on. And they just need to get more kids out and that kind of thing. And, and I, I think he's the right man for that job. Eagleville Clark's having trouble scoring the last couple of games. Uh, Fayetteville had no trouble with them, and uh, their problems offensively can kind of continue here. Well, Fayetteville, of course, you know, they're number one, 10-0. They've bulldozed through everybody this year. And so, yeah, Eagleville's trying to regroup. Coach talked about, you know, he's it's a mass unit out at Eagleville right now trying to figure out who's going to play. And then, of course, t- tomorrow night they're going on a two-and-a-half-hour, three-hour road trip to Dresden. Dresden to play so but hey you know coach Floyd's gonna have them ready to play uh, you know you can never count out Eagle never don't ever count it the, they they will they will surprise you every time with that Middle Tennessee Christian School is probably one of the biggest surprises and that score was a big surprise is uh I, I felt like MTCS could beat them but the score was totally uh blew me away outside of Oakland probably the best best team on a roll this this season after the early losses, and, uh, you know, they're off this week. They get a, a bye, I guess you could consider it. So, I mean, I think they're really excited about the possibilities for their playoffs. You know, MTSU had a good homecoming, a good game. They they won, and uh, it's uh, good for that program. I think they've evened everything up and a chance for a bowl game here if they can uh, win to get a couple more wins. And um, uh, congratulations to Coach Stockstall, uh, Brian. You know, the, uh, that that was a huge game, and they've got several really, really big ones coming up, and it starts this week at Western Kentucky. And, you know, you've got your biggest rival, <laughs> the team that probably is going to go with you to another conference. They're, they're kind of like, you know, very close in that regard. And these two teams are ranked like back-to-back. I mean, I, I just – this is going to be a very interesting game coming up here uh, this week, and I, I, I think that it, it may predict bowl or no bowl for one of these two teams. Um, 
Western had a big win over Charlotte. Um, uh, this this going to be a tough game, but the, good to get that one in last week for sure. And they've got uh, Florida International and Old Dominion in the uh, and at Florida Atlantic the next three games after this one, so four to go. The season's really ahead. I mean, this this last quarter of the season is going to be big. Uh, I, I want to talk about the Vandy Missouri game because last week uh, in in picks, uh, Clark went with Vandy. You 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 about pulled it off. About pulled it off, and then you know the Vanderbilt. I hate to say it, they just find a way to lose. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had Missouri on the ropes, and then right there in the fourth quarter, let that kid just scoot right down the sideline on a sweep to about the three, and of course they punched it in on the next play, and it's just, it was just killer. They remind me of the Vanderbilt in the late '60s and early '70s that they would have a maybe a good team, and it, once every four or five years. And they do the same things to lose games, either in the in the special teams or a big play at the end. Uh, and they're they're kind of in that pattern again. I think he I think this guy can coach. I think he's doing what he what he can with what he's got. And uh, that was a that was a surprise. And then you you blew me away because uh, I didn't have a chance to listen or watch the game. But uh, the Titans had all they could handle with the Colts at home. They did, and they were down fourteen nothing early, and then came back but the biggest loss even after a win of course everybody's been talking this week is about Derek Henry and what we're going to do next well I want to talk about that a little bit what are we going to do next we've signed uh, Adrian Patterson uh, Peterson for uh, the taxi squad I'd say in the next week or two you'll see him and uh, uh, they got the little running back that's you know not bad coming out of the backfield what adjustments do they make with the with the loss of Henry well I think what they won't tell you is we just got to get to the playoffs, you know. I don't think they're worried about this week or even next week. I think they're worried about let's look down the road. Brian talked about their schedule off air and we're talking about what we got left. Some winnable games. We've got to win inside the division. If we can get to playoffs, if there's a chance that Henry can come back, I think everything's back on the table. If they just start tanking and can't pick up a few little wins along the way, no playoffs, well, obviously, no playoff season's over. So, you know, it'd be interesting how quickly Henry can come back. And, you know, if, if they luck up and win a couple of games and, you know, things are, are rolling good, I think that, you know, they might even be able to sit Henry even through the first round of playoffs if they can make that happen. And that's easier said than done, you know, too. But, uh, you know, when you've got that uh, play-action pass and, and they know you're not going to give it to yeah. the backup, then, you know – uh, Peterson did have 600 yards last year playing for the Lions, so he's not like just total, you know, total mush here. I mean, I, I think they've got a chance if he can get in there and uh, get a few yards. He's not going to be Derrick Henry by no by no stretch of the imagination. Uh, but here's the thing that worries me: I'm worried about the health of Ryan Tannehill, mm-hmm. and without him, chances really go down. And I think he's going to have to take this team on his back, and he's been playing hurt anyway. Um, I'm. I think he can do it most certainly, but how healthy is he? And I think we're gonna we're gonna find out pretty quick. Well, that offensive line is gonna have to yes. pass protection is gonna have to be much better because I think even even in that game with the Colts, the defense is playing better. They're starting to get to the quarterback and and giving pressure even with just three or four pass rushers. So uh, I think the offensive line is gonna have to get there to get get it together, and uh, they're gonna really have to pass block 
for because they're going to be in some passing situations. Well, I'm like Brian. I worry about Tannehill because I think he's going to feel the need to scramble a little more and run more because I feel like he has to. So the question becomes: Can they pull off? Can they pull off the Braves? Can other people step up? Can Peterson give them 75, 80 yards? Can their backups give them 75 yards rushing to combine what Henry would give them? And well, you know, Clark, the Braves are the world champions, so I'm, I'm not really <laughs> sure that they well, can pull that we off. Want. We want, that's what we want next. The Braves won. Next next checklist is the Tennessee Titans. Well, you look at – speaking of Braves, it was August, what, 6th before they were at 500, and, and all those changes that they made in the offseason, they had to work on building that team chemistry that I think that's what got them the World Series. So you bring in some new parts, new players. Peterson, how does he work well? What kind of chemistry does that bring to the Titans? And I don't think we're going to know after this week and maybe not two or three weeks down the road. So can they sneak some wins in there and get in the playoffs and by that time build that team chemistry? I think the key is get to 10 wins. Get to, get to 10. Win the, win, win the ones you are supposed to win and uh, don't let somebody slip up on you because then, then you're in trouble. Beat, beat Jacksonville and, and, and the Texans. and yeah. then do, do, do what you can yeah. with who you're supposed to. Uh, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. We'll have Peekskin Peaks here on Primetime Sports presented by Diz Tees. This is a paid legal ad. Hi, this is John Day of the Law Offices of John Day. I've lived and worked as a lawyer in Middle Tennessee for over 30 years, and to me, every single day has been an honor. That's why our firm is so involved with community programs like bicycle helmet giveaways and our Safe Ride Home program. At the law offices of John Day, we're not just looking to make donations. We want to make a difference in the community we hold so dear. And if you're ever injured, know that we are here for you too. You in a hurry for dinner? Well, we've made it even easier to order online at SirPizzaTN.com. Tap the location nearest you and begin your carryout or delivery order at SirPizzaTN.com. You can choose from our full menu and we'll take care of the rest. A Queen's Feast is calling my name. Order Murfreesboro's favorite pizza online at SirPizzaTN.com. Sir Pizza, you made me love pizza again. If you need concrete work done, who would I call? Dan Franz Concrete. Here's why. He's local. He attended Walter Hill Elementary, Oakland, and MTSU. He served our community as a school resource officer for nine years, and he's involved in the community. This is Dan with Dan Franz Concrete, wishing all Rutherford County student-athletes a great season. Study hard, play harder, and be safe. Dan France Concrete is a licensed and insured residential and commercial concrete construction contractor serving Middle Tennessee. Check out danfranceconcrete.com online to see some of their work. Head over to J. Mullins Jewelry to check out their selection of rings, watches, custom-designed jewelry, and much more. They're a local business located at 352 West Northville Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro. They have gifts for all occasions, weddings, graduations, anniversaries, whatever you need, you can find it at J. Mullins Jewelry. That's at 352 West Northfield Boulevard or online at mullinsjewelry.com. Rely on the experienced professionals at Prentice Allsup Heating and Air. Whether it's the blazing heat of summer or the bitter cold of winter, let the Rain Pro professionals at Prentice Allsup Heating and Air Conditioning on West College Street keep your home or business comfortable year round. We service all major brands and in most cases offer same day service. Call us today at 615 890 1311. Prentice Allsup Heating and Air, your Rain Pro partner, heating and cooling contractor on West College Street, just under the Thompson Lane overpass. 
You'll feel the difference at Jerry Potts Car Care when you walk in the door at 2420 Southgate Boulevard. It's family. I feel we offer an alternative to having to go to the dealer. That's Stacy Potts Orifice at Jerry Potts Car Care. We treat everybody with respect. We're going to fix their vehicle how we would fix our own vehicle and make it safe. And we stand behind everything. Jerry Potts Car Care just off South Church by the County School Board Office. 2420 Southgate Boulevard, 867-6622. Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com and on our iPhone and Android apps. John Ding is back with you along with Clark Blair and Brian Barrett. It is time for, you know, you, you know it, Pigskin Picks. I was asking Dalton something about – I was making kind of a, a comment, Clark, about why you're the commissioner all the time, and, and he said, well, he is a doctor. I went, mm. okay. <laughs> I just have a master's degree, but I don't have a doctorate. Um, if you pay enough money, you can have a piece of paper too. <laughs> what I tell everybody. All right, uh, time for Peace Skin Picks. Here is our commissioner, Clark Blair. Well, we have made it to playoff time, which means slowly but surely, hopefully slowly, uh, picks are going to start decreasing as our county teams uh, leave the playoffs. Got to make a move this week. You tried last week. I tried last week, and all my limbs fell. Although I did, they were all competitive. They were all competitive except for the friendship game, which, again, I'm happy for Milton's and Christian. Clark, you're, sure. eight, you're eight back. Hey, I made that. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's bad. So there's the limbs are few and far between this week. So uh, Brian's still on top at 87 and 17. That's pretty good. Per- if I have to sacrifice to give Brian the wind where Rod won't, I will sacrifice whatever it takes. <laughs> <laughs> I will not go a year listen to Rod Edwards being number one. And Rod's two games back, so he's in the mix. If Rod's not here. We have his picks, and I'll I'll be reading those. John's back four games, and yes, I am back eight. So well, I appreciate your effort. It's not impossible. I mean, the, you know, the, the Cardinals did go on a streak. They won, what, 16 in a row? Yeah, something like that. And just that. like I told Rod, isn't that a shame they lost in the first round after that streak? <laughs> so it can happen, but also it can't happen. All right, we talk about a one-win Warren County team in the playoffs, and their prize for the playoffs is get to come to Murfreesboro and play the Oakland Patriots. Amen. That's yeah, what, a, what, a, what a surprise. Here it is. Last year, that was the last regular season game. Warren County was playing Oakland for a region title, and it was one of Oakland's closer games. Right. It's not the same Warren County no. team. Warren County's going to take they're it on the nose. They're missing one guy. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to take it on the nose in a big way. I think Oakland, I mean, it would be a running clock whole second half, I'd say. Rod agrees with you. Is the guy from Warren County, is he playing any at Vanderbilt? Do you know? I don't know. I, I don't I don't I think don't so. Think so yet, but he may be. I don't know. I haven't seen him. I'm going to assume. I'm, I'm going, going with Oakland. I'm going with Oakland. Yeah, that's that's. I feel you know, poor Warren County having to drive drive down here. Maybe they'll stop and get a good meal. Coffee County coming over to Riverdale to play the Warriors. Coffee County, John and I got to see him when uh, Rockvale went up there and, and lost. They've got a good uh, quarterback tailback. Um, I don't think they have seen the likes of uh, Alex Mitchell and Elijah Herring and such. By the way, Alex Mitchell, um, along with Jordan James, or our Mr. Football 
semifinalist for Class 6A and Upton Belafonte from Stewart's Creek as a kicker of the year semifinalist. So uh, sneak that in there. But I'm going with the Warriors in a big one at home. Rod went with Riverdale. Uh, I'm going to predict the score. 21 nothing. Riverdale. All right. Huh. Do I get extra bonus points for predicting the actual <laughs> score? No, like double points. Double points. Yeah. Wow. Well, then I need to jump in that if it's double <laughs> points. That's for sure. You know, Coffee County's had probably one of the best seasons they've had in many years. They're they're five and five. Uh, their problem is the teams they've played that are playoff bound. They've lost to except for last two weeks ago when they beat Rockville, which I still think Rockville should have won that game. So I think we'll see, we'll see a, a Riverdale win there as well. Speaking of Rockville, they're having to go on the road and not very far down to Shebbeville to play a, as I said earlier, a pretty good size Shelbyville team. Yeah, and you look at Shelbyville and don't be deceived by their record because um, they've, they've played some pretty tough non-league games, but won the ones that they were supposed to. They actually finished with a worse overall record than Coffee County. Um, to me, I think this key is all about Rockville, though. Rockville's young. They've never been there. They need to rely, and I hope they've relied on Coach Rice because he's been in the playoffs many, many times. Um, he said that he was going to have to be uh, kind of authoritative this week, and I think if a good week of practice, they're going to pull out a win down at Shelbyville. So I'm going to go with the Rockets. Rod went with the Rockets as well. Uh, I'm going with Rockville. They've got to run the ball. They're going to have to be able to run the ball against the Eagles. And um, I, I, I'm thinking Robert Daniels. And uh, if Nelson's healthy, then uh, you'll see both of them go at it. Um, Rockville's got an explosive offense. Turnovers scare me a little bit uh, with Rockville. But I, I'll go with the Rockets in a close one. In a close one. Well, I, I think Rockville wants to uh, get out early. They don't want to be behind Shebel and have to fight for it. Yeah. Uh, time of possession but Brian brought up an interesting point and I'll give you a stat I did a little stat work today Rockville's opponents they played were a combined 42 and 44 they also had the COVID game mm-hmm. Shelbyville's opponents are 71 and 37 that they've played so they have played a pretty impressive schedule of quality opponents um, so You're I'm going to make your move I'm going to make a move I have nothing to lose Miss Gillespie I'm sure I'll hear about it tomorrow at school. I'm going with a, an upset of sh- the Shebbeville Eagles on that one. Just, oh, just for fun. Oh, you're going to hear it. I got nothing. You're going to hear it. I got nothing it. to lose except deeper in the hole. Stewart's Creek travels to a 9-1 first place in their region, Lebanon Blue Devils. This one, I think, is a pick em. Um Lebanon's one loss was to Wilson Central, a team that Stewart's Creek beat in double overtime. I just don't know about the health of Stewart's Creek at this point and being on the road. I, I think it's going to be close, but I'm going with the Blue Devils. Oh, I wasn't expecting that. Hmm, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I was hoping you'd go with Stewart's Creek where I could pick well, which one I want to go with. Rod went with Lebanon. Yeah. To stay with Brian, I need to go with Lebanon as well. It'd be nice to pick up a game. I'm kind of like you. I'm in a tough situation. This is kind of like who wants to be a millionaire. <laughs> like the music keeps playing. You want to phone a friend? Yeah. 
Can I can I can I call uh, Bill Caldell? Okay. Um, mm. Wow. I don't know. Can I pass till till, till I hear yours? Uh, He's not going to let you do that either. I'm going. I'm going with Stewart's Creek. Going with Stewart's Creek. Well, I know Dalton says I have a doctorate, but I can't spell Lebanon on my sheet, so I'll have to fix that. <laughs> well, uh, Lebanon. Lebanon. <laughs> well, Lebanon is nine and one. I'll give you. An, I've looked at records a lot today. Their opponent records: thirty-two and sixty-three. They've played one, two, three, four, four non-playoff teams, and four of their five victories are against you know poor opponents. So, I think. Mr. Walker is going to do a little bit of a wildcat tomorrow night. I think he's going to pick up well over 250 yards for a Stewart's Creek victory. Hmm. Poor Lebanon. Best year ever, and you got to face a team from Rutherford County. That's just the way it goes, boys. Gallatin comes to Smyrna in the matchup we talked about earlier of, of very proud programs. Yeah, you know, um, Smyrna has been snake-bitten in the first round of the playoffs the last number of years, you know, but this year is a little different their road doesn't go through williamson county it goes through a a different region this year they've lost five straight opening round playoff games they're at home i'm saying it's a smyrna bulldog victory over the green wave rod went with smyrna i know uh i've got to go with smyrna i just think at home they're just they're just a different ball club at home yeah, Rod, Rod went with Smyrna, and I, I don't think this game will be close. I think Smyrna's going to come out, and I think they're really going to put a, a hurting on the green wave. Eagleville, speaking of hurting, a hurting Eagleville team has to travel quite a couple hours over to Dredston. I had to look up Dredston, so they're right outside of Martin, Tennessee. Yeah, it's a good drive. It's a, it's, it's a good drive either way you go. And so the question is, did Coach Floyd and the Eagles pull off an upset on the road? Part of Eagles' problem right now is they're just so beat up. Um, they're, they're not going in with uh, all their bullets in the gun, if you will. So I'm going to say it's uh, Dresden at home after a long trip that's going to get this victory, unfortunately. Rod went with Dresden. I'm going to go with Dresden. Which means, of course, I'm going with the Eagle Eagles. There you go. And I'm going to give you a score like you did earlier. It's going to be 13-12. It's going to be one of those dog fights. The Eagle defense looks up and gets one and gets a chance to play round two. I hope so. I hope they do it. Yeah, me too. MTSU going to the college ranks on the road. Some people say little brother. Some people think big brother, Western Kentucky. Man, uh, there's some really hard games here in the last. Nah, nah, nah. Let's see. In the last 13 years, I think it's seven and six. You know, the, I mean, it's just win one year, lose the next, back and forth, back and forth. This one's at Western Kentucky, razor-thin margin. I'm going with the Hilltoppers at home. Rod went with the Blue Raiders, so there's your split, John. Well, I'm going with Western at home, I think, just because it's at home, and they're very evenly matched. I, I want to go with the Blue Raiders, but I do think uh, Western's just playing a little better right now, even though MTSU's had a pretty good little streak. Uh, I, I hate to do it. I'm going to put Hilltoppers as well. 
Vanderbilt is off, so they can't lose this week. But Tennessee is back in action after a week off, and they head north to Kentucky. 18th ranked Kentucky. Boy, Kentucky's kind of reeling right now. Um, you know, after the Georgia game, and then last week, that that was really was really tough. Maybe they're primed for the picking, or they're primed to get really mad and That's stomp true. somebody. That's true. At home, but Tennessee's had an extra week to work on that. Yeah. Hmm. You know, where do I go? Tennessee hmm. in November. You know, back in the day. Yeah, you going with that? Let's go Vols. Rod went with the Vols. I'm going with UT. I'd rather lose pigskin picks every year than pick Kentucky. <laughs> yeah. I do think this is a tough game, though, honestly, yeah. for Tennessee because Vanderbilt – Vanderbilt. Kentucky's lost two on the – both on the road. They were at Georgia, at Mississippi State. And that, you know, losses that aren't bad losses. They're coming home, and they want to make a statement because they've beaten Florida and LSU at home. And so they're not going to be an easy out, but I'm still going to go with Tennessee. I think Tennessee will just put more points on the board than Kentucky can. And finally, going to the pros, the Titans on the road again, heading all the way to L.A. without the King. Yeah. I think it would have been a tough game even with the King. And now there are just too many question marks. Can the Titans win there? Sure, it's the NFL. Anybody can win any day. But I'm going with the Rams at home. Rod went with the Rams as well. This is the game that the Titans will win, probably. Probably. Because nobody expects them to. (laughs) A.J. will go crazy, and Tannehill will be on fire. But I just can't in my heart. The travel out west, they've never been that great out west, although they've done it this year. Um, Defense is playing better, but I I just got to go with the Rams. But I think you're exactly right. I think you you should go with the Rams, but you're also right in. This is a game that – we should not win. Yeah, and they we play should. better when they, they – they, And when we're the underdogs, yeah. somehow Vrabel doesn't care. He'll do something that maybe you'll scratch your head or go, wow, I can't believe you did it. So I'm going to try to pick up a game, and I'm going to go Titans. And that's your pigskin picks for the week. All right, we're going to wrap things up when we come back and close out the show here on Primetime Sports. Craig's Tax Service at 142 Heritage Park Drive offers complete tax preparation, financial, and bookkeeping services. This is Brandon Craig with Craig's Tax Service. We're proud to support all Rutherford County athletes. Craig's Tax Service reminds you that it makes sense to get help with your taxes. Call 890-2233 for an appointment. We've been serving Rutherford County since 1988. Craig's Tax Service, 890-2233. We're just off Memorial Boulevard at 142 Heritage Park Drive. And the Blue Raiders win again. I need to get some MT gear. Let's go to the mall. Mall store? Really? I thought you wanted gear. Any Blue Raider stores in the mall? Well, no. You'll only find a limited selection mixed in with dozens of other schools and teams. My choice is Raider Tees, who specializes in Blue Raider gear with hundreds of items to choose from. They're located just off Broad Street behind Chewy's on Ridgely Road. Raider Tees. Like us on Facebook for early notice of specials and sales. Raider Tees. Bigger, better, and go blue. And we're going to be heading over to talk with Tim Suttoth over at Middle Tennessee Electric. What is Green Switch 100? Green Switch 100 is a new option when it comes to a renewables energy program. We developed Green Switch 100 to be able to give members a low-cost option 
to source 100% of their energy needs through renewables. Tim Suddeth visiting with us, Middle Tennessee Electric. This is Steve Martin at Steve Martin Construction. From the plan, design to build, we know that your biggest investment is your home. At Steve Martin Construction, we'll spend as much time as needed to ensure your custom design home is exactly what you need and want. Give me a call at 904-9639 and see some of our work online at stevemartinconstruction.com. I can guarantee every detail will exceed your expectation. Steve Martin Construction, 904-9639. Hi, I'm Lee Colvin, your Edward Jones Financial Advisor. And while you've heard the saying, slow and steady wins the race, that same concept can be applied to long-term investing. Investing a little bit at a time on a regular basis can really add up. We call this systematic investing. And though it doesn't guarantee a profit or prevent a loss, it's a way to take advantage of market volatility instead of enduring it. Give me a call, Lee Colvin, at 615-907-7056. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Balfour, Tennessee is now the JHA company. I'm Josh Houston, and change is never easy, but with change comes new opportunity and a better way to serve you, the customer. Providing solutions for administrators and recognizing scholastic and athletic achievements in Middle Tennessee for almost two decades, JHA is committed to create a solution and provide products that mark the moments that matter to you. Find out more at jhacompany.com or call 615-867-6345 for more information. JHA, your one source for an unparalleled scholastic experience. Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com and on our iPhone and Android apps. Closing out Primetime Sports here on this Thursday and as always at the end of the show we uh, go to Brian Barrett to tell us a little bit about the upcoming schedule for this weekend. All right, so tomorrow night here on WGNS, uh, round one of the playoffs, and John and I are going to head uh, just down the road to neighboring Bedford County as Shelbyville host Rockvale. Our pregame begins at six with uh, Rod. I'm sorry, with uh, Clark and John. Rod's going to be uh, off tomorrow for that, but uh, seven o'clock will be our kickoff. Rockvale at Shelbyville. Saturday morning, of course, the Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's, begins at 8 a.m. Coverage of Middle Tennessee at Western Kentucky begins at 1 o'clock. It's a 2.30 kickoff from uh, Bowling Green, so Middle Western, 1 o'clock airtime here on WGNS on Saturday. And no Braves to talk about. We've got... No, uh, they're the world champions. That's right. <laughs> uh, Middle Tennessee basketball starts Tuesday. They uh, will have the Lady Raider game versus East Carolina. And it's a doubleheader, actually, on Tuesday. The men are, are playing as well. Basketball is here. It is. Just about. And, Rod, um, if you're listening, if you're in a car and you're, you're in on maybe 65 or 24, wherever you're coming from, and you're in range of radio, um, I just want to tell you sincerely, the Atlanta Braves are the 2021 world champions. Kind of, you know. I hate to tell it to you that way, but I, I know in his heart he was really rooting for me. He didn't call me or anything. Nothing. Didn't get a thing. Like, way to go. I had another Cardinal fan to actually call me and, and tell me, you know, good run. He the left race. the state. Yeah. <laughs> he couldn't stand it. But you talked about leaving the state if the, car, the Cardinals were in it. I'm leaving the country, not the state. <laughs> I, would, I, will be in, I would be in Great Britain or somewhere. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to, you know. Are you you're going to be at uh, – I guess you'll be uh, with the Riverdale boys tomorrow? Oh, absolutely. Going to check out the first round of the playoff against the Coffee County. 
All right. And, uh, Brian, I guess I'll be with you. Yep. Road yeah. trip. Can't win them all. Um, <laughs> take me to Legends. That Legends sounds good. restaurant. Yeah. You know, we can have a good, 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 nutritious meal. Mm-hmm. Steak. Okay. It'll be a hamburger. Okay. <laughs> we'll be running late. All right. For Clark Blair, Brian Barrett, this is John Dinkins for Primetime Sports, presented by IDISTE. So long, everybody.